listening to We're Talking Drums, creating conversations with the world's top drummers in the most extreme genres. This episode is brought to you by Los Cabos Drumsticks, Canada's number one choice for drumsticks. They provide the wood you need to make the beats you deserve. Los Cabos Drumsticks. Now with your host, Corey Hoffing. Welcome to another episode of the We're Talking Drums podcast. I am your host, Corey Hoffing, and happy new year to all of you. 2023 is here. I hope you guys had an amazing holiday season and a great end to 2022. Now, 2022, we did not have quite as many podcasts as 2021, but you know what? We had some amazing conversations with some sick drummers. And first of all, I want to thank all of our Patreon members, all of you guys are absolutely amazing. And if you would like to become a Patreon member and support this podcast even further, you can head over to patreon.com backslash we're talking drums and sign up today. Get all the episodes early. It's only $2 a month. And we hopefully will have even more merch and stuff like that heading through 2023. I know I say things all the time, but uh, life gets extremely, extremely busy. And uh, this is just how she goes sometimes. But I'm going full steam ahead with the podcast in 2023. I have a brand new studio here, which you guys will hopefully see soon. I'm going to, I'm really, really trying to get some local drummers. I am now living in Hamilton, Ontario, and there are some sick drummers here and, uh, hopefully some guys from Toronto come out and we'll have some nice in-studio podcasts together and it will be immaculate. Uh, I would also like to thank our sponsor, Los Cabos Drumsticks, as well as the man behind our intro music and the voice you love so much, my good friend Alex Snape over at Nomadic Arts Studios. He is a producer, mix engineer, mastering. He does it all head over to his website. You'll see a link in the show notes for that, for all your production needs. All right. If you would like to follow us on Instagram, head over to at We're Talking Drums. And don't forget to share these episodes with your friends if you enjoy them. Hopefully they will enjoy them as well. And please tag us and our guests in the posts. I know our guests greatly appreciate it when you share and tag them. So thank you in advance for all of that. It really, really helps the podcast grow and get out to a bigger audience. You guys are amazing. So thank you. This week's episode, I want to say, is a long time coming. And that's mainly because it was recorded several, several months ago. I want to say in October, late October, this was recorded when he was rolling through town. Uh, This episode is with Brandon Zaki while he was on tour with Whitechapel 
Uh, and it was such a pleasure getting together with this guy. Uh, we ended up hanging out during the day. We went, we tried to find a nice place to eat and ended up at Subway, which we kind of referenced at the beginning, at the top of this episode. Uh, but it was awesome getting to know him. He is the sweetest guy ever. Uh, and a big thanks to uh, Bryce Butler and Mike Caputo, who are, were my last guests, because they highly suggested uh, talking to Brandon because he is such an amazing guy, and I do not disagree. He is an absolute gem of a human being. He is the drummer of Enterprise Earth and also session drummer for Whitechapel, uh, and he is absolutely killing it. I believe right now they are in Australia, if I am correct. I might have to uh, look that up or, you know, just blow past that one. Uh, but in this episode, while he was in town, uh, we talked about him growing up in a drum line and how that really allowed him to hone his chops and everything. Uh, we also talked about having feel while playing death metal drums, which is kind of weird because death metal is typically like very to the grid and straightforward. But, you know, after you watch him play, you I think you'll understand how much feel this guy really has while playing death metal. It's kind of amazing. He's an absolutely incredible drummer to watch. And uh, we also talked about his tour experiences with... Whitechapel and and kind of how he got in into that gig and how he's literally been on tour almost the entire year of 2022 so and obviously right now in 2023 he's back on the road and absolutely killing it so a big thank you to brandon for sitting down and talking to me i apologize for this episode taking so long to come out I know it's been over a month since our last episode, but uh, I am setting up some fantastic, fantastic episodes for the very, very near future, so stay tuned for that. All right, let's get into it. This is my conversation with Brandon Zaki of Enterprise Earth and Whitechapel. Brandon Zaki, thank you for joining me on the We're Talking Drums podcast. How are you doing today, man? I mean, I'm doing all right. Pretty nice day here in Toronto. Yeah, um, yeah I don't know. What, what, more, what more could I ask for? Right? Yeah, the weather's like yeah. not too bad, you know? We just had a, uh, a glorious meal from legendary sandwich shop Subway. It's unbeatable. Yeah. Can't, you just really got to eat fresh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the best, man. All right. Let, let's get into this. Uh, for those of you who, who are listeners who don't know you, uh, how did you get started playing drums? Uh, what age? Uh, what influences? All that type of stuff. Gotcha. Um Oh, I started, I was about nine. I was just like, I was like, you know, the classic story. I was like a little kid running around, like banging on pots and pans and stuff. And my, my parents were like, all right, we got to like get this kid some drum lessons or something. So I like, I can't really remember like why I was into that. You know, like, I don't know if I like saw something like on TV or something. I was like, Oh, like I want to play drums. But I don't know. Honestly, I don't really remember, you know, I was like nine years old. So it's like, I don't remember that much mm-hmm. from then, but, uh, yeah. So then they, my parents like signed me up for drum lessons around then I think I took lessons for like a few months 
before they actually bought me a kit, you know, they like, wanted to make sure I was going to stick with it, you know, because it's like not just going to be like, oh, we'll buy him a drum set and then he's going to just going to like. Yeah, kids you know, at that age, you like switch from one thing to another. Exactly. Like even with me, like, dude, it was my friend's group was like, OK, one minute we're all skateboarding. Next minute, we're like, oh, we're we're really into BMXing. Yeah, you know, like it was just one thing after another, and yeah, yeah. yeah so. I mean, I did have a lot of hobbies too, so it makes sense. Like I was like, maybe not at the same time, but I definitely did like scuba diving for a little bit when I was younger, sure. and I did like archery. So I was doing like a bunch of things. So it makes sense. And honestly, drumming was the only one that I like actually stuck with. You know, so it's like, <laughs> and here I am still doing it. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. So. Took lessons, uh, got like, you know, my first kit, it was like this old, like Ludwig, like accent, you know, one of those little like starter kits, pretty, oh, yeah. pretty decent little starter kit though. Like some Zildjian, like ZBT symbols or something or oh, yeah, yeah, some yeah, B8s yeah. or something. I, remember. I can't remember exactly, but I went straight for the, uh, metal X oh, series Sabians, so Sabians ever since. Man. <laughs> yeah. But it says metal on it and I play, I want to play metal. Yeah. So perfect. really it was probably yeah. just had to do with like the metal it was made of or something. <laughs> yeah. No, it was all marketing, man. They yeah, were yeah. terrible symbols. Oh, awful. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. But yeah, so, uh, I mean, I took lessons for drum set for a few years when I was younger. Uh, this guy named Rich Lycus was his name. Pretty decent, pretty decent guy, decent drummer. Uh, and then I did like the, you know, school band in middle school. Nice. And stuff like that. So I did like, you know, like started doing like orchestra stuff. I think I did like the jazz band and all that, that kind of stuff. Then like in middle school, um, as far as like musical influences and stuff, I like my brother and like my dad were really into like classic rock. So I got, I was really into like Zeppelin and stuff super early. Yeah. Like Zeppelin mm-hmm. still is like my favorite band. Um, so like John Bonham is probably like one of my biggest influences. You know, I love his like the like power and groove groove that he plays with. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, he's always so creative. Like, yeah. Creative kit. too. Like, you know, the crazy thing about Bonham too is like their first album came out like when he was like, I think he was like 20 or 21 or something. He did the drums on that. And shit, it's like, man. and you listen to, from the first song, he sounds like Bonham. You know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. it's kind of crazy to think about that. It's like, he, he had just already like, established his feel and yeah, everything it's like, that young. Yeah. It's, that's like, insane for me to think about, you know, it's yeah. like, I'm still trying to figure out where I'm going and I'm like 34, <laughs> you know, it's like, well, well what do I want to be? You know, I, I don't yeah. know, but, um, it was a different time back then. Yeah, right? exactly. Very different. Yeah, time, yeah, very yeah. true. Very yeah. true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Zeppelin is like a huge like thing for me. So like, I think around, you know, when I was in like, like elementary school and like middle school, I was probably like, was primarily listening to like classic rock. Then I kind of like, I feel like I did the, as far as like getting into the more metal side of things, I, I took like the, the, probably the path that most people take, I would assume is like you, you listen to rock, like, you know, Zeppelin, that kind of stuff. Then you get into more like classic metal, like Sabbath and like Van Halen then I kind of got more into like faster kind of like punk, you know, I was into more like bad religion for like a little bit, like that kind of stuff. Then I got into more like thrash, you know, Metallica, Megadeth, Slayer, like the big four, 
then I got into more death metal and black metal. You know, I just kind of like it kept getting heavier and heavier. And heavier. Yeah, I was just like, yeah, what's well, like yeah. the next like fastest heaviest thing? You know, I just like kind of like was like yeah. always was looking for that. You know, yeah. um, that was the same. Like I, I was super into punk rock and everything, like mm-hmm. No Effects and Rancid, everything. I loved yeah. the aggressive nature of it, and it was always the drums that like kept it driving. Yep. Right without that like classic D beat. You know, yeah. going all the time, you don't, you know, you don't have punk rock, yeah, true. right? And then it was a super easy transition into like the Metallicas and yeah, all the you thrash. Yeah, because you hear thrash, it's like, oh, they're basically playing the same groove. You know, it's still, you know, the right? kick's a little different or whatever, but. Yeah, they just triggered yeah. them. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's funny. Um, but yeah, so like, uh, I think I started like playing in bands and I was maybe like middle school, early high school. Mm-hmm. Um I remember one of my first bands was like this, like knockoff, like Children of Bodom kind of band, like Sick. melodic yeah. kind of black metal with like some synth, synthy kind of keyboards. Now, what stuff. year would this have been? Uh, like two thousand three, two thousand four, around. Okay, then. yeah, right on. yeah. Like when Bodom was in their 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 prime mm-hmm. as well. Most yeah. definitely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I like that was kind of was like the start of like as far as like my drum set playing. Uh, once I got into high school, though, I got really into like marching percussion stuff. So I did like yeah. drumline and stuff like that. Um, so from when I was like probably like a junior, senior in high school, uh, so like maybe like 17, 16 or so, I actually kind of I actually stopped playing drum set for a while and I only did the marching stuff for like close to 10 years, probably. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that like, band that you were in, just like yeah, it was just yeah, like I mean, well, it was, it was a lot of like actually good people. Like um, I grew up so with uh, in that band was uh, Mark Heilman from Suicide Silence. He's a guitar player. Oh shit. Yeah. And then my buddy Jordan Lockery was in Carnifex for a little bit too. So it's like in that band, it was like there was legit <laughs> people. You know what I mean? It wasn't you just like, like way back then. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, wow. I, none of us knew it because we were all like sixteen or whatever, you know. But yeah. it was like. Mm-hmm. That band sure fizzled out, but like at least the three of us kind of went on to do a lot more musical stuff. You know what I mean? Um, That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you're doing, you got really into drum line stuff. Yeah. The and marching, that was there. So you're a very like hyper focused type of person. Yes. You know, when yeah. you get into something, that's it. Most definitely. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I'd like basically stop playing drum set for a little bit. I didn't really touch like a kid. I mean, I'm maybe like here and there, like once every like a year or something like sat down and just kind of messed around or whatever but yeah i wasn't playing it very much um so i did that and i did like you know i did like the drum line in high school then i did stuff out of high school there's like drum core i don't know if you are familiar with any of yeah. that kind of yeah. stuff like so i did like drum core and we like, don't really as far as my knowledge goes like up here in canada we don't really have stuff like that the way that you guys have it there, in the states there so. was one from kiwanis or something like that is that a I think it was like Kiwanis Cavaliers or something like that. There, oh, there yeah? was one, and then I think there was another. There, there are a few Canadian like drum corps and stuff, but it's yeah. pretty rare. Yeah, there's yeah. like yeah. in the U.S. There's probably like fifty or something. You know, at least. Uh, right. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. It's not like it's not the same thing as like because we even at like uh, football games and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Like it's it's not like we really have like a, a drum line. Gotcha. Yeah. In every single high school yeah. and everything like yeah, which it seems honestly it's weird. It seems like the U.S. is like the only place that's really like that. It's like because yeah. even like in Europe they have a lot more of like the traditional like 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 bagpipe kind of bands and like there's a lot of rudimental drumming but it's just different. 
than it is here, you know? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Marching band is a pretty uniquely American thing, I think. And I, I went to a <laughs> arts and music school, and we didn't have anything like that gotcha. at all. Was it more like so. classical? Like, uh, we, stuff or like no, jazz or we had band and everything, mm-hmm. but it was more like uh, I guess like big band type stuff, yeah. and like I, I don't know that, that type of thing. I gotcha. wasn't uh, fully involved in that side, I oh, okay. hated high school, I got you. So I just like I played in my bands in my basement, yeah, you know, and like that's what we did and played shows, and I I, I played metal, so I didn't care about any of gotcha. that, so. yeah. I and I, I didn't even play drums while I was in high school at all, damn. So that's I didn't great. start until like I was you like 18, 19, yeah. yeah, when I uh, started actually playing drums, gotcha. so played other, all kinds of other instruments. That's yeah, sick. Like guitar yeah. and stuff too, or no? yeah, guitar, bass, uh, yeah. That's sick. So. Yeah, I like like you were talking about hyper focus. Like I like just recently started to get into like playing guitar. Like I pretty much have only played drums. I mean, I like play like a little bit of like piano. Like I like understand yeah. how they work. Yeah, but well, it's not like piano I can, is a percussion instrument. I guess so. Yeah. So, well, you know, the way makes sense. the way that I like kind of learned that, that at least to start was from like marimba and like xylophone. You know, they're set up the yeah. same way. You just mm-hmm. it's an actual percussion instrument. Um, yeah, so like I recently started getting a guitar, but anyways, we're getting getting off track. That's fine. We can go <laughs> off the rails. We can go any way, man. It doesn't <laughs> matter. True. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, um, we'll, we'll we'll double back on the guitar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to know more about that. Yeah. So, uh, so you're in the drum line, um, and where did that lead you to to come back around to getting back well, on I the? I think kit? I always knew that I wanted to get in. Like I was like, okay, like I want to get back into playing drum set you know by the time i was done so the way the way drum corps works is you can do it until you're 21 yeah because technically it's like a youth activity right the, oh, okay. these, the way these drum right. corps works so yeah. it, like marching stuff you have like basically like three or four different kind of routes you have like high school marching band right which obviously you do in high school college marching band which obviously you would do in college right yeah. and then outside of that you have this thing called drum corps and they're like independent groups yeah. So they're not really affiliated okay. with like a school or like a college or anything like that. Uh, so they're like nonprofit youth organizations. So because as a youth organization, the age limit is generally from like 15 to like 21. You know what I mean? Because by the okay, time you're 21, yeah. it's like you're not a youth anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're you're, you're a full on adult. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, come on. Um, there are some that don't have like age limits, but that's like a whole another thing. But anyway, so it's like that's kind of like at least as far as like outside of the like traditional high school and college stuff that's like a another thing and it's like this huge competitive world and like you know some of the groups there's like the one idea was called the blue devils and they're like pretty well known in the marching sphere you know it's like that's yeah. like as big as yeah, yeah. you're gonna get you know what i mean and it's like and then you know when i did it we did tours like we traveled the whole across the u.s and you know different competitions and stuff like that and um so yeah, it's like, uh, I did that until I was 21 because obviously that's what the age limit is. Yeah. And I think like, but like I was saying the whole time I knew, I think I wanted to get back into it. I just wasn't sure like how like fully I really wanted to get back in. You know what I mean? It was, I wasn't like, I'm going to play drums like in like a metal band, like professionally you know I, I don't know if that yeah. was like exactly what I was thinking. I was just like, I, I'm going to get back into, but you knew that you like, wanted to play <laughs> drums as a career, as a profession, like that was yeah. your whole life at that point for the last like I knew it was 10 gonna, years was like all 
exactly. revolved around drums. I knew it was going to have something to do with either performing or like teaching or something like that, but I wasn't yeah. like, you know, exactly like certain on what that was going to be, you know? Yeah. But um, your love for metal, I guess, led you back to playing more death metal type exactly, stuff and, yeah. and everything. Yeah. Most definitely. So well, and it was like, after I had aged out, I did like, you know, some gigs kind of like more in like the marching kind of side of things. And like, I did like some theme park, like amusement park kind of gigs. Nice. So I did one. That sounds like it'd be fun. It, it is fun <laughs> to an extent, you know, it's yeah, like for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah. I mean, it's fun because it's like, I mean, you're in a amusement park. Like how, how's that not going to yeah, be fun? Right. It's exactly. like generally you get to go in and ride the rides when you're off, you know, or whatever. Yeah. And oh like, yeah. It's just a blast. Um, exactly. Yeah. But it's also like a bit soul crushing. Cause you got to like ham it up. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's like, you're having a shitty day. doesn't matter. Put a smile on. Exactly. These kids, like, they want to have a good time. So, yep. yeah. And you generally have, like, absolutely no freedom with the show. You know what I mean? It's like you yeah. you do the show how it was written by some guy who's making a lot more money than you are. You know what I mean? <laughs> so yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> but I did those. And uh, the one I did was, like, in Japan. So I lived in Japan for, like... Oh, fuck, dude. Yeah, like... That's awesome. It was super sick. Yeah, I lived yeah. there for, like... It was, like, almost a year or something like total i spent there um amusement park in japan yeah it was at yeah. universal studios in osaka oh sick yeah sick. so that's awesome did uh some gigs there and i mean that kind of stuff was cool and the money was pretty decent but it was like it's kind of a dead end you know it was like i i was doing it and i was enjoying it but i was like okay well where am i gonna go what's the next here step? exactly it's like what's the next i could keep step? doing yeah. these amusement park kind of things but it's like am i gonna do this until i'm like 80 right <laughs> it's like, like no there's a there's a ceiling on what you're doing and you knew you needed exactly. to get out to further your yeah. career yeah yeah but i do like when i was doing that kind of stuff though it was like that for me was the first time i really made any money performing you know what I mean? yeah because i guess the the drum corps stuff there's not a lot of money no oh, no you that. actually pay to do it Oh shit! Yeah, like I mean, in, in like high school and college, it's like you might have like a small fee that you pay for, you know. But like when you're doing the independent groups, it's like a you pay to do it. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't really make any sense. But <laughs> no, but... in order for the groups to operate, you know, they gotta. They, it's like so a drum corps is like made up of like 150 people or something like that, you know. So they to tour, they have to have buses. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Like there's a lot of expenses, so it's not like anybody's making money off of you. Yes, but it pays for a lot of the expenses exactly. and everything. Yes, like that. Yeah, yeah, I mean they yeah, pay for the sense. staff. Like we had a ton of like awesome teachers and stuff, you know, and it pays for like like traveling and food. You know, they got to feed all those people. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, and like, yeah, it's like like I was saying, it's a nonprofit profit group, so it's not like they're making a ton of money, and it's like it's like you're saying, it's just operating costs yeah. and stuff. You know? Yeah, 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 um, absolutely. But yeah, so the way I think of that is that was like kind of for me was like my college. You know, you pay you pay a tuition to go to school and to like learn from these teachers and stuff. For me, it was kind of the same thing. I was just paying yeah. money. It was just in a different form, you know, and I don't have a, a degree, you know, unfortunately. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but you have the knowledge and in, exactly in this industry that is means more. Yeah, exactly. Right? And it's like I thought yeah. about like when I was done with that I thought like, oh, maybe I'll go to like. Cal State Long Beach so like I live in Southern California so I was like maybe I'll go to like you know a school like that and like study like percussion or whatever but it was like for me I just didn't want to I like didn't want to dedicate my life to playing just like jazz and like orchestral stuff for like four or five years you know like it's like I yeah. like that stuff 
but I wasn't like trying to like only do that, you know, cause it's like, I know people that have done it and it's like, they're like in locked in the practice room, like nonstop, like working on like jazz comping or like whatever, or like some marimba piece or something. And it's like, <clears throat> I'm sure that would have made me a, a better musician, but I didn't want to dedicate my life to that. I like, like for me, it was like, okay, I'm going to get out and I'm going to have a degree, but is that really going to help me? more than just if I like practice and I study with some good teachers on my own, you know what I mean? It's like in right. music, it's like, does the degree really help you to land it? Like at least a touring gig, like, like playing with Whitechapel. I don't think they care if I have a, a degree. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, you know? Yeah. Perfect so, segue. Yeah. Professional right here. I yes. love it. So right now you're on tour with Whitechapel. Yes. Yeah. How's the tour been going, man? It's been great. Yeah. We just, uh, I was telling you before we start recording that there's a lot of off days, so that's pretty nice. You know, a lot of time to rest. Yeah, you I've don't been, often get too many off days when you're touring in the states. So, exactly. Yeah. When I've been touring like literally nonstop this whole year, pretty much. So, because I've been doing double duty with Enterprise and with Whitechapel, and it's been like. I've needed some off days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, like a mini vacation mid tour, right? Exactly. You know, yeah. it's like, uh, but I think by the end of the year, I'm going to have played like 170 shows. Fuck. Yeah. Man. Like I was, yeah. I'm going to be spending like nine months this year on tour. So it's like, this is nice. Having like, yeah. like I think uh, the longest stretch of shows we have in a row on this, this tour of trivium is like four. So oh, like four shows off and then like usually it's like three shows off two shows off there's even sometimes where it's we have like an off day one show then we have another off day it's like <laughs> oh wow <laughs> yeah it's like yeah pretty nice yeah that's not too so, bad as long as you guys are in the groove and everything and that, like mean, you guys have been touring so much that you're not gonna lose that having a day off yeah. here and there right i mean that is the hard part about like you, you like when you have like several days in a row you kind of like you get in the groove and then you have a day off it kind of like can throw you like throw you for a loop you know and you come back the next day it's like oh this is like, like the set doesn't feel as good or whatever so it's been right like, yeah it's been challenging in that regard I, I guess to like keep the consistency up even when you have a lot of time off you know um and i guess you don't on the off days you actually take it as an off day you're not like getting the pad out and uh, no i do yeah yeah okay. i practice okay um nice. good you, but not like uh, i don't usually like play through the songs or something what i'll usually do is like after an off day before the set i will like i'll like you know put my headphones in and i'll like kind of air drum or just like kind of like go through the set like in my head yeah yeah before before you the yeah so like yeah. that kind of helps me to like again i'll kind of get back into it as if it wasn't yeah a day off right before you know that i'll and do then, the same thing uh if i'm playing a one-off show or if it's the first night of a tour Oh, I go through almost the entire set mm -hmm. in my head, just on like a pad, and just like so I'm warming up my hands, and you're playing through the Warm entire up. set. Yeah, exactly. Right. So kind of getting the little mistakes and brain farts yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh shit! Right, that's how this part goes. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, the hard part is, is I never play exactly like the record. Uh, yeah. I don't do even if I'm filling in for a band, anything. I'm like, I'm, I'm just, I don't do that. Yeah. You know, so I go and if I'm listening to the actual record and not just like the click tracks with guitars, then it throws me off. Because mm. I'm like, oh shit, wait, yeah, I don't play that. Parts Should I play the, that tonight? Yeah, yeah. Or like, <laughs> you know, like yeah. different fills and stuff. I'm like, mm, I kind of like what he did here. Like, <laughs> so... Because with uh, my band Lotharo, I only recorded one EP with them mm. like f 
five years ago or something, and everything else was done by different drummers. Uh, so I don't like playing other people's fills and everything. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so typically I'll just put the click tracks in my ears, and that way I know all my cues, everything's fine. Yeah, I'm but I don't want to throw myself off. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys? So you guys run all click tracks? Yeah, well. with Whitechapel, it's like I have like a click, and then I have the album guitars. Okay. And then I have. Uh, like Phil's vocal in my ears and I have some of the actual guitars but like I'm, I'm mostly hearing the album guitars and the click I'm pretty much the, yeah. the same way where like I, I'll have everybody in my ears um, but I just have album guitars oh, yeah. and and then the click track gotcha. so it's perfect with, and with because uh, uh, you guys run a full like uh in-ear rig for everybody yes so you have control over your levels of the mm-hmm. click and all that yeah perfect it's immaculate i love this yeah. day and age <laughs> right. like, it's, it's so, so nice. nice like i'm so done with yeah. just carrying around an ipad and like splitting the sample track to go to front yeah ads. exactly like, oh, like, this some old school ipod yeah and you never get your mix right That's, yeah, exactly. yeah like it's uh, with yeah. uh with enterprise though I mean, we have an in-ear thing but we uh we only play it to the click, or at least, I, I, I guess that's that's not entirely true because we only have one guitar player, so there is a backing track guitar. So I hear that, uh, but I'm mostly hearing like everybody. You know, I'm not hearing yeah the I'm, stage. Yeah, it's like so it's a little bit different, but I mean, it's not really that much different. No, but not really. With Whitechapel though, there's not really much going on as far as backing tracks go because they have three guitars. So oh yeah, well actually. Tonight, one of the guitarists isn't here, so there will be a backing track guitar. But generally, generally, there's it's like there's not much going on in the backing track. It's like some like sub drops and like uh, occasionally there's like a synthy thing here and there. But like, yeah, for the most part, there's not like really anything. You know? Yeah, it's like yeah. So I with that, it's like I really want to hear like the album guitars. So it's like just in case, you know, like yeah. at least I have some kind of reference that's like keeping keeping me on. Absolutely, I find yeah. myself even now putting my click track lower and lower oh really and i am more playing off the feel of the guitars and everything like that because it whenever i would put my click track like way up like above everything i would lose the feel of what i was doing and i would just make sure i'm dead on the click yeah but the click is really just a guy exactly yeah for sure. right so i put that lower and lower so i can always hear it if i have to but I find myself like zoning out, like when I'm playing mid song, and like, oh shit, where's my where's my click? Yeah. Like I can't hear it, and I'm like, oh no, I'm dead on because I have the guitars as a perfect guide. Gotcha. So it's like I don't know, I, I find it amazing, and I, you get more of a feel and energy when you're playing that way. As That's well. true, yeah. Instead of just like right? tick, 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 tick. <laughs> yeah, 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 just always like oh, it has to be perfect on point. I'm like no. No, you, the fans yeah. don't want a perfect show. Oh yeah, all right. Like yeah. Yeah. even like playing death metal and stuff. It's like I think feel is a thing. You know, it's like as much as like everybody just quantizes the shit out of like records and stuff. It's like I don't know that, that human feel brings another element to it. You know what I mean? It so, does. And like I don't want to get into it too much, but like just <laughs> the way production has been going yeah. and has been for the last like decade, I feel like more people want real yeah, sounding like raw drums, stuff, like sure. raw drums and producers are getting way better at mixing it so it's has the same impact and like you're layering samples in but it's it sounds real yeah, yeah. it has the energy of the takes yeah it's not just know? like some uh 
what's it called? Freaking easy drummer or whatever. Right. Like Cause there were, there were years where bands were like, why are we even paying for a studio to track drums in? Yeah. These drums sound way better than any drum tones we'll ever get. Yep. And it's like, it's not a lie. Like they're, they're At right. The time, yeah. You know, said they could afford, you know, exactly afford as well. And producers are like, Hey, I can save you a bunch of money if we just program this stuff. But I don't know. Nowadays, I think people, fans want to hear, real drummers playing yeah you know like it, there's only so far you can take that with digital drums yeah you know even the best of the best at programming i can still tell can still that it's yeah, drums, even, I mean, right? especially like, like the symbols you can tell I feel symbols like. are the like, worst yeah, yeah. Like, you just can't really replicate the way like the symbols all bleed together and and like in like a room you know what I mean? it's like i don't know well like if you if you think about the way the symbol like works like a, a crash yeah you would have to do like 10,000 samples of that to get <laughs> it true. right because like if you hit it once and the, the amount of time between when you hit it like if you're riding on it mm -hmm. it's going to sound different every time because of just like the way that it is moving and it's always yeah. in motion it's like yeah. insane so it just well especially like the longer sustain the symbol has too like yeah. it's just like a stack mm -hmm. it's, just a, it's like not that big of a deal but you know like a ride like ding like that thing goes on for like at least a bright ride will go on for like a minute long. Right? You know? He's like, <laughs> have you ever done sample sessions? <laughs> yes, I have. It's yeah, like, yeah. Mm. Just like sit there forever. Try not to like squeak in your yeah, stool. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, fuck. Do it again. That's true. Yeah. Well, the hardest part too is like, it's like by the time you go to hit it again, it's like, I can't even remember how hard I just hit it. Right? So then they're yeah. like, okay, well, that's not like the same volume. It's like, that was like three minutes ago. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, like, come on. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's hard. But no more, yeah. just no more digital drums. Like, we're yeah. always gonna have to make samples for that stuff. Yeah, exactly. But whatever, those are always fun times. Yeah. All right, let me look at my notes here. Go for it. Yeah. Oh wait. Oh no. Oh no. I had. I have a ton. We got. We don't have enough time. All right. So we're gonna get into this. <laughs> All right. Go um, this is a reoccurring uh, segment on the show. Okay. What is your uh, worst on stage disaster that has happened while you've been touring or uh, playing drums on stage. It's the worst thing, whether a gear failure or some crazy shit in the crowd. What's like the worst thing? Yeah, well, there was an Enterprise Earth show, I think it was in Chicago. We were on tour with uh, Rings of Saturn, and or no, maybe it was we were headlining. I don't know. I can't remember exactly, but uh, some guy like in the front row of the audience had a seizure. Oh shit! Yeah, so, like we had like you know some strobe lights and stuff, and like I don't know if he had never had one before, but I don't know if you knew you had, were having seizures. I don't know why you would be in the front, right? <laughs> like, like at a metal show, it's yeah. gonna be crazy lights. Exactly. Like, yeah. Um, so yeah, he had a seizure, so we had to like stop everything. They called an ambulance. Like people came in, you know, they, they took him out. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure he ended up being okay. Like as far as I heard, but, yeah. um, we had to stop the show for like, you know, 20 minutes or something like that. Like, oh, fuck. it was for a while. Yeah. And it was to the point where I was like, can we just like stop the show? Like, do you have to like, cause yeah. by the time we went to play again, it was like, it was just weird. You know, like I felt weird. You could tell the crowd was like, everybody's out of it. It's like, guys, yeah. can you just, let's just go home. That was like. <laughs> As far as like when I was playing, I think one of the crazier things that's happened. Nuts. I mean, I've had tons of times where like a 
freaking China falls off the freaking. Oh uh, yeah, that's off, stand, the fucking, off the riser. Off the riser yeah. Because <laughs> the risers never big <laughs> enough. Never big enough. Yeah. Never big enough, yeah. man. Even festival stages, I found, I was like, <sighs> I have to put my China on the actual stage and put it all the way up so yep. it reaches and like. Uh, They're almost mess. always like eight by eight risers, which for like a, a normal like you know a rock or like country yeah. kit or something is probably fine, but like for a metal kit with like you know. 25 symbols or whatever it's like never right. enough room yeah as soon as you have two kick drums like you don't even with a rack yes it's still difficult yep right but yeah i i love my rack because I, I move the legs in so they're tight against the kicks so my uh, actual nice. footprint is actually pretty small when it comes down to it that's right? good yeah yeah i don't think you can do that with pearl racks or anything though what kind of rack do you have? I have a Gibraltar. Oh, nice. Gotcha. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of it. I will yeah, say Yeah, I don't like the round tube racks. No, yeah. no. no. Um, it literally every single day I have to readjust it. Every single day on tour. It doesn't matter uh, how much I tighten it. I have a, one of those pearl like icon, like the square ones. Yeah. I yeah, have one yeah. of those at home, but I never tour with it. Though. I usually just use stands. Yeah, you're all stands? Yep. Oh, okay. I would like a rack if I can like keep it set up. You know what I mean? Like, like f yeah, fully if I set keep up. Keep it fully set up and yeah. just like fold it kind of down and then put it in the trailer or whatever. That would be sick. That's how you got to do it, man. I mean, with Whitechapel, there might be room. I don't know, but I haven't really. Uh, I don't know. We're also not headlining, so it's like, I, I don't know. I guess having a rack kind of makes it faster, though, because you just like pick up the rack, set it down. Like, as far as like, getting it. on and off the stage, you know? Yeah. But if I have to You're literally done. like disassemble the rack and put everything back in every day, I'm just like, I'm going to kill myself yeah no on on, on tour like yeah. that's that's how i have to have it yeah. like my rack comes into two pieces and that's it and that's the last mm. thing in the trailer and we're done nice yeah all the stands stay in we're good boom yeah. i i'm not fucking around with that shit anymore yeah no. i did a when we were in europe last with enterprise earth we i shared a kit with lynn jeffs from ingested and uh Oh, I'm actually wearing their hoodie. Oh, With shit. Ingest from Ingested. Ingested, uh, <laughs> shout out. Shout yeah. out for Ingested. Uh, great guy. Love him. But he, for whatever reason, disassembles his rack like completely every night. And it like drove me insane. Yeah. <laughs> like, like we get carpal tunnel from so much freaking twisting of knobs every fucking day. Right? Like, yeah. fuck. I couldn't, I couldn't deal with that. Yeah. Even just using stands. This last tour I did in Europe was all stands. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm losing it. Yeah, like I have to reset up all my stands every single day. Yeah, luckily the I, kit I went together pretty, pretty. Like all I do is fold down the legs and then I pull out like the boom arm, and that's it. So for me, it's like not too bad. Yeah, it's all backline stuff. So the case I had to put it in, I had to fully oh, like fold up small. absolutely yeah, that, everything. That sucks. Uh, and then I left one of the symbol stands in Portugal, and it's like, ah, oh, <laughs> no, not getting that back. That's the worst. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, backline company. Yeah, yeah uh, everything worked out. It was fine. That's we, yeah, we we worked around it. It was mm -hmm. great. Yeah, uh, I had actually a, a similar uh, story to that very recently. It didn't turn out the same way, but I think it was the band before us. We were doing a show uh, here in Toronto, my band Crimson Shadows, mm -hmm. at Lee's Palace, and I was walking in um, to to go backstage, and then my friends were like, "Oh my! Like this guy's having a seizure right now! Like we just got security to call like nine one one for him or whatever." I'm like, "What the fuck's going on?" And I see this guy, and he just like fell over. Oh my god. He was standing there and just like falls right over. Then it kind of like gets up and he's slowly like walking out and then he falls over again. It's like, uh, 
I don't think that's a seizure. <laughs> like at yeah. first, everyone's like, "Oh, he's having a seizure. Like it's a medical emergency." Uh, he's like, "This guy's on some drugs." Yeah, he probably, yeah. That is what's happening right now. So it didn't turn out the same way. Um, he left he okay? the show. Oh, he just um, he was uh, escorted out. I hope that everything was okay. He did not want medical attention. He did not want he was on drugs because <laughs> he was on yeah. some kind of narcotics. Huh. Um, so say no to, uh, drugs, kids. Yep. They're no fun and you get kicked out of shows. So yeah. there you go. Now you learned a lesson. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Life lessons. Yeah. On we're talking drums. Yeah. <laughs> we're talking about not doing drugs. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, all right. We, we hit, we hit some points. Uh, all right. So hey, what else you got? What do you, you got? play for? You're playing for Whitechapel right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also play for Enterprise Earth. Yes. There's a couple other bands that you also play for. Yeah. Uh, well, yes. I so I play in this band Sicarius. It's like a black metal band. But we, I haven't played with them since before COVID. I don't think so. It's been a little while. I've been. Is that because the band hasn't like really been active? Yeah, since it was COVID? just like. Uh, I think they've played one show, or we had somebody fill in for me. So it's just been like a little inactive. Yeah. <clears throat> Some like lineup changes and then you know COVID just kind of fucked everything anyways and then since coming back from COVID I've been touring like non-stop because everybody's like oh it's like we could tour again so oh yeah tour 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 you know so it's like I haven't been home enough to really make anything happen so yes I'm still in the band and I, I like hope we can get something going with like a new album soon uh probably hopefully early next year we'll kind of start writing some stuff for that so but I haven't technically played with them in like about Three years, it seems like <laughs> two years, almost three years. Yeah, yeah. And how about uh, Axis Nova? Oh, Axis Nova, yeah, that's like a more of like a studio kind of. Yeah, that's what it seemed some, like. Some friends, yeah. yeah. We just kind of like wrote some some cool tunes. Basically, it's like the the idea behind that was we wanted to like it was like almost like like what would it sound like if like Dream Theater made video game music is kind of what it's like. So it's like we made okay. like a video game soundtrack. For basically, it's a game, you know, a game that we just made up. Like, a game doesn't exist. We're just like, okay, it's going to be called, like, Axis Nova or whatever, right? Um, And we made it, like, a soundtrack to go with this game. So each kind of, like, song is, like, you know, kind of like the intro, like, oh, like, opening first level battle thing. We had, like, you know, the last song is, like, the final boss fight or whatever, you know? That's awesome, man. Yeah, it's pretty sick. Um, You, like, made up a video game just to write music Exactly. And I, the... The goal is we were going to do like a whole like eight bit like music video. I don't know how, uh, but the guitar player is doing that, you know? So it's like, he's making like an eight bit thing by himself, you know, it's, but he's basically making a, a cartoon by himself. So it's taking a little, yeah, a little it takes, it takes yeah. a little bit. Uh, yeah. What I've seen, it looks freaking amazing. So like, you know, hopefully we can get that out, you know, sometime, but, um, that's sick, but it's, it's more like kind of progressive rock kind of, it's not like, I mean, it is metal, but there's also a lot of other kind of stuff in there, you know, like, yeah, yeah it's, it's more like. I don't know. Yeah, progressive rock, I guess is how I would describe cool. it. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It sounds like fun to play. Do you just program the drums or I know I played them. You I, yeah, I, I go into studio and yeah. play along to everything. I did those at home. Uh though I think yeah, I did my home. Yeah. Um But yeah, yeah, so we I played all that out. We have we haven't really I've played with those guys in like a different kind of like uh we did like some classic rock kind of cover gigs and stuff like that. But we've never actually played together as Axis Nova, like we've never played really those songs, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it is like 
definitely seems like more of a, like a studio, exactly. like kind of like niche fun thing for you yeah. guys to do together. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sounds like a lot of fun to, to write. And it was, yeah, it was really and, cool. I hope we can get some, some new songs out soon for that too. Yeah. It's a great way to like explore your creativity as well, because you have to kind of imagine this made up video game oh, yeah. as you're, you're writing and playing the music. Like, okay, like this is when this happens and mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. seems like yeah. super cool. We'll put links to all these projects in the show notes. Yeah, please. So check them all out. Um, lastly, you are also a Mapex artist, so I want to give mm-hmm. a big shout out to Mapex, Mapex Drums. Mapex Drums. The shit, yeah. So oh, yeah. what uh, what kit are you currently playing? On this tour, so uh, Whitechapel has their own kit. It is a Mapex kit that I like. I got them in contact with Mapex. Excellent. To get through. So we went through the artist oh, yeah. rep and did all that stuff. Uh, so they have, Whitechapel bought, it's a Saturn Evolution kit. Sick. What oh, color? It's a piano black. Ooh, nice. It's the Maple birch version or sorry not maple or maple walnut version maple walnut yeah nice. not nice. the birch one yeah. um and then uh so that's in two kicks 22 inch uh and then i got uh 10 12 14 16 we they ordered 18 it hasn't come yet though 18 is tom oh yeah yeah so okay you know whenever that comes hopefully 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 Sometime next year or something like that. Next year, um, you need that eighteen, man. Exactly. Come yeah, on. get that the big boom. Yeah. Uh, and then <laughs> I need to get an eighteen for my. Yeah. Eighteen sick. Yeah, I got ten, twelve, fourteen, sixteen. That's I need an eighteen, and I want an eight. Yeah, eights are fun too. Yeah, eights are really fun. It cuts yeah. through really nice. Yeah. Um, but and then I'm using the Persuader snare. The Fuck the Persuader. yeah, my man. This, that's that's my go-to. Yeah. I got that and my the blaster. Oh, okay, I have a blaster. Too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, fuck, I love the blaster. So yeah. those are my two favorites. That one, that's uh, Whitechapel's kit, though, right? So that home, I also have a Saturn Evolution in the red. I think it's like Tuscany red or Tuscan red or something nice. like that. Cool. Yeah, that red finish is beautiful. Yeah. All the evolution, kind of like a deep, deep red. Yes. Yeah. All the evolution finishes look incredible in person like when i was kind of going through and i was like oh okay which one of these do i want and i was seeing them online i was like oh, they don't look that good you know and then like i saw some videos and stuff and then like when i got that red kit i was like holy shit the pictures did not do this justice you know yeah. it looks like just kind of like a red but it's got like some even like just like the yellow one like i saw that in person it's got like a yellow like I, it's hard to explain it's like a purplish like metallic kind of look to it too it's, it's like yeah it's sexy yeah i like the yellow one i don't yeah. like yellow kits ever yeah. but that one i was like it's dope mm, shit that yeah, looks the, nice yeah. those evolution finishes if you can see them in person they'll blow you away. have you seen the uh i think it's like a forest green have you seen that one in person because that was kind of armory or is it oh no 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 i think it's uh, evolution mm-hmm. has like this like know. dark green kit that they have yeah. and the photos i was like i don't know uh, i think it is I yeah i think i know I what you're talking about yeah, yeah. i don't know if yeah. i like it but maybe in person could be another you story i would yeah. yeah but yeah so i have that evolution in red i have the birch version with nice. uh i have a single kick and then i have 10 12 14 16 toms and then snares i have the persuader i have atomizer the aluminum oh nice and then i have a blaster I also have a sledgehammer. Um, I'm trying to think if I have anything else. I, I want. I, I need to acquire a sledgehammer. Yeah, I mean, that's why I got the Persuader because they don't make the yeah. sledgehammer anymore. So I got to find uh, one used somewhere or something. They're they're both great drums. The 
I will say the 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 sledgehammer has a little bit more of like a brassy sound to it. You know, like yeah. the the persuader is it's got those like vent holes, so it's a little bit drier. Yeah, and it's a yeah, little yeah. bit more of like a controlled kind of. Cock. But which with, I love. Yeah, it's great. I love yeah. that. Yeah. But with the sledgehammer, you'll get a little more options. You get a little more of that boom kind of ring to it. You know. Yeah, I mean? yeah, so, yeah. And then you can dampen that exactly. Down yeah, you can yes. to your will. Yeah. So yeah, They're both I know. Great. great. The 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 sledgehammer's just been such a staple. Yeah. For for metal drummers for so long, I was like, I need one, and then I talked to my rep, and he was like, Yeah, we don't make it anymore. But there's a persuader. I was like, All right, fine, <laughs> give me it, and I love it. Now, I whenever you see the sledgehammer used to, it's like double the price. Yeah, I was like, I because ah. I bought mine. It was like I got mine before I was a Mapex artist, and I think I spent you know it was maybe like three or four hundred uh, U.S. dollars. Yeah, and then now I see them like online for sale for like seven hundred dollars. I'm like, what the hell, like. What the fuck? You yeah. drum like, like I said this. <laughs> we can go back because I'm pretty sure there's a podcast where I said that go buy uh, the sledgehammer now Before. because they're going yeah. to go up in price five thousand percent. And then you, there you go, there you have it. Because yeah. you're right, it's such like a staple that like people are like, oh man, I want that drum, but it's used, so people are like cranking up the. Yeah, you can't, they don't make it anymore. So there you go. It's just like all the bell brass and everything Mm -hmm. like that from Tama. It's like, dude, price skyrockets as soon as they stop production. Well, let's end on that note then. Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you very much for joining me. This has been a blast. It's been great hanging out today. And I'm stoked to see you shred with Whitechapel tonight, man. Thank you. Thank you. Hopefully I I won't let you down. Yeah, I don't think you will. <laughs> if not, I'm sure you got drums on backing tracks. Just said that. Right? Yeah, <laughs> actually, yeah, everything is backing tracked. Ooh, I'm just up there like. Yeah, there you go. Now you know. Now you know. Don't worry. Nobody we'll, can see. This we'll, we'll is a podcast. That. We'll right? cut that. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks a lot, Brandon. Yeah. And uh, thanks for having me. Yeah, we'll see you next time. So, so. I can't try.